All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka. All right, Stoli Vodka, established in 1938. They're handcrafted in Latvia. The award-winning Stoli Vodka has been held as a bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. That is Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the sports crime. Don't forget to go to StoliVodka.com, trying to raise that million before Independence Day for Ukraine. For more information, just go to Stoli.com, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right. So, we got Charlie. Charlie ready? Okay. All right. It's about that time to go to Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Enquirer. How are you doing today, Charlie? It's nice to talk to you again. Doing well. How about you? All right, man. All right. I'm just trying to still stay cool, man. You know, it's been hot as hell down here in, in Texas and San Antonio for, for everywhere, to be honest with you. But it's but hot down here. But anyway, but yeah, a couple of things I want to touch base. You know, we're in camp, uh, you know, and you – Obviously cover uh, the defending AFC champions, the Cincinnati Bengals. Definitely want to get your thoughts on the AFC North in general, but let's talk about Cincinnati first. Um, For the last, I would say, two or three months, I've been kind of preaching about like, hey, let's, and you know, it's crazy because I haven't really heard that much talk about it on a national scale, but I just been talking a lot about, let's not forget about that stat what they call Super Bowl hangovers. The team that has pretty much lost that Super Bowl game prior, sometimes they've not even, you know, made the playoffs. You know, they've struggled next season. The only exception to the rule, in my opinion, of that's been the New England Patriots really in the last 15, 20 years. So my my question for you, Charlie, is what is the mood? Do you do, Are you concerned about that with this ball club and this coaching staff? And has it been talked about locally in regards to more than nationally, what's your feeling, the pulse of the team in, in that particular topic? Yeah, looking at the team, it's something they have certainly tried to ignore. And I think they have the unique characteristic as a team, even though they're young, a lot of players on the team have been through this before. You know, a lot of guys have been, say, defending national champs or defending runner-ups in college at schools like Clemson or LSU. A lot of players who the Bengals signed from free agency have just missed out on playoff success, you know, in teams like Pittsburgh or Dallas or New Orleans. And again, a lot of the players on the Bengals have been in a similar situation. They feel like they have the most talented roster they've ever been on entering 2022. And they're really looking at the ways that they've improved the team over the course of the last couple months. And let me ask you that, DePaulio, that what, what is the biggest, what would you say maybe some of the biggest improvement? I mean, everybody knew going into the offseason, the most important thing was going to be protecting Joe Burrow and continuing to build that offensive line. But what, in your opinion, what do you feel has been some of the biggest additions that's been the, uh, the talk of town down there? Well, the offensive line last year in the Super Bowl, their starting center is not on an NFL team right now. Their starting left guard is not on an NFL team. Their starting right guard is the backup to the backup on the Bengals' offensive line. And their starting right tackle signed like a one-year kind of prove-it deal because Chicago is desperate and needed someone to fill in. And now the Bengals replaced those guys with a second-year, second-round picket left guard, mm-hmm. a guy who has started for the Patriots at center, Ted Karras, who brings a lot up the middle. They went out and paid $10 million a year to get their starting right guard. 
and their new starting right tackle came over from Dallas, and he might be the most talented player on the entire group. So there's a lot of excitement and anticipation about the offensive line. And what about it again? We're we're joined by Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Enquirer. Um, we'll talk about a little bit before we start moving on to the division. Uh, talk a little bit about Joe Barrow and Joe Barrow and this procedure that he had done, and and how much of a concern is that? When exactly did he have it done? And and for what you've heard, has it been any type of setbacks? Is this something that this coaching staff and ownership is worried about, or you know, pretty much not a big deal? Joe Burrow got his appendix removed uh, in the, basically the last Tuesday of July. And at the time, obviously, it's something you want to know more about. So I asked around you know, the sports medicine community, some team doctors, some medical directors who had overseen the same process, and they said most of the athletes they work with, it took a month before they were fully themselves on the field. You know, Burrow's now about two or three weeks out. He's taken a lot of positive steps. He's been running around in practice. He's been himself and going through his normal workload in meetings behind the scenes. He's not practicing yet, but he's getting a lot closer to, again, being himself on the field. Okay, that sounds good for Bengals fans out there. Uh, well, let's look at the landscape of this division. Um, in my personal opinion, Charlie, to me, I mean, when you look at it, of course, the big splash and the big story in the AFC North, um, you know, this offseason was Cleveland acquiring Deshaun Watson, and then is he going to be suspended a full season? If not, you know, we talked about that. The other storyline, of course, is Steelers having a quarterback competition. You know, Mike Tomlin saying that, hey, you know, uh, Trubisky, which has been named the starter in their first preseason game at least but Trubisky uh you know the um other guy the, the rookie out of Pitt um and also yeah and also the guy that's been there Rudolph they're all making it hard according to Thomas so you have that going on with Pittsburgh trying to replace a Hall of Famer legend and then you go to the team that in my opinion I feel is probably if you ask me now I mean I usually don't until really almost preseason's over. But if you ask me right now, they would be the team, I believe, that is going to win the North and really challenge Cincinnati. If Cincinnati doesn't take a step back, is the Ravens. And I believe because they had so many injuries last year, especially at the running back position. Um, now, with that, they're going to have some young receivers that Lamar has to work with. But I just think the amount of guys they're getting back on the defensive and offensive side of the ball, those are almost going to be like free agents. But that would probably be my sleeper team to win that division, and I don't even feel right by calling them sleeper, but maybe even a team that can tan for the AFC. How do you look at the AFC North playing out, and who would you say are the favorites you think or who's going to win the division? Yeah, so first, obviously, I don't know what to do with Cleveland. That's certainly its own bucket with its own factors surrounding Deshaun Watson. I think the Ravens and the Bengals are kind of in a tier of their own. You know, when you stack mm -hmm. those teams up, those are your star quarterbacks. Each team has their own set of star playmakers. I do think the Bengals are better than the Ravens in every position except for tight end and cornerback. Mm. Uh, that gives them certainly an edge, I think, on the field heading into the season when you stack them up one for one. Uh, but I expect certainly a battle, not just this year, but, hey, Joe, Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson are the exact same age. I think there's going to be a lot of them in the spotlight going forward Agreed. in this division for years to come. Mm -hmm, I totally agree. Um, now, one thing before we get – so you got you got Cincinnati going – Winning the division again, is that who you're rolling with? Is that I got you on the record for that one? 
Yeah, I'm picking okay. Cincinnati ten and seven. I think Baltimore will be right there as well. Okay, um, but I, I overall I'm going with what I think is the best quarterback and the best roster. I hear you. Now I know we normally go with to you on the football scene, but you do work for the Cincinnati Choir, and I've got a question. And, and we kind of talked about this because you know we just passed the baseball you know trading deadline, and um, obviously this has been a struggling year for the Cincinnati Reds. But the question I've got for you, Charlie is why for like, and maybe I haven't heard it because, again, I don't know, but for the last couple years as Cincinnati, this team has struggled. You know, why is it when we get to the trade deadline, I don't hear Joey Votto's name in regard. I mean, I know what Joey Votto means to that organization and that ball club, but also you would think that Joey, at the time of his career, made more money than anything. He would be trying to compete for a chip. Talk to me a little bit about that before we get you out of here. Just what is it with Joey and the organization? Is it something that has been talked about? Something that is just like, hey, he's got a lot of ties and charities around, but I never seem like I hear, you know, Joey's name linked as one of these players that could be moved at the deadline and getting or you know getting to a contender. Yeah, so I hate speaking about these players as, in the terms of the asset that their contract represents. You know, Joey has been straight up one of the best hitters in baseball in the last twenty years. You can put him on a list with Cabrera, Trout, Pujols, and Votto was the only other person anywhere near that tier. But overall, Votto was a no trade clause. On top okay. of that, just speaking respectfully, he hasn't. He's making over twenty million dollars a year, and he hasn't over the past two or three seasons shown enough to where that would be viewed as a value contract in a trade. So okay. the Reds are in a situation where they wouldn't be getting much back from Votto, and a you know, and a lot of teams already have a first baseman producing better than Votto this season among the contending teams in baseball. So for those reasons, you know, Votto is a very beloved member of the Reds organization, and he's very much a Red right now. Hmm. Okay. All right. Just had to get that one in. Uh, but man, I appreciate you again. Like I told you last time, taking time. I know you're real busy, especially during camp, but I do plan on talking to you again once we get up and running during the course of the season. And especially when it comes out to that AFC North, because I do believe that you could probably, you know, of course, like you said, Deshaun's the wild card, but you could probably argue that that could be the second toughest division uh, in football, that North. So I definitely, again, thank you for your time checking in with us today. And I look forward to talking to you again during the season. Good to talk to you. All right. Thank you. Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Enquirer. Um, yeah, good point on Joey, though, before we get into football, because I, I didn't really think about the contract. And, you know, maybe that's why you don't hear his name, because it's not attractive. Never been a big Joey Votto fan anyway, because I think he's always got the red ass. But, he, I mean, he's a hell of a ball player. Um, but Cincinnati, I mean, Charlie's taking the Bengals and I don't think, and I can always sense when somebody's homerism, I don't think that's the case with Charlie um, because I think there's a lot of people that agree with him. I know flip does flip two one Oh, you know, you're welcome flip. Okay. Down here in San Antonio, getting the Bengals beat rider. Come on. You better be glad. I, uh, I love, you better here. be glad that I love the NFL. Okay. But I think a lot of people would kind of agree that's going to be sensitive i'm just thinking that i'll tell you this they're the one team that lost the super bowl that's not really getting that chatter like i'm glad charlie said hey they've addressed it down here it down here locally they've addressed it but nationally no one's really looked at like hey what about this hanging i don't know because the game wasn't a blowout because it did come down the last few minutes it took an aaron donald sack to seal the game maybe that's a factor 
But it's going to be interesting how they come out the gate. And I do. And, you know, it goes the thing with Joe Burrow. That's why I asked them, like, is there a setback? Because that's late. I, I'm just two guys that are getting these surgeries done. Now, this could be a situation with his opinion that just, you know, caused him problems in June. Maybe he just realized, hey, man, I'm in a lot of pain. I got to get this checked out. Or this is something that's been lingering. It's like, well, we're going to get it done in July. But either way, I'm just have a hard time with some of these guys waiting until July to have their procedure hell even june you know but again they're human this could have just basically flared up could have discovered on a normal doctor visit you know who me to ask? who's me to judge just giving you my opinion but it's going to be interested how the Bengals get out to a start and again since this has gone viral yeah that's going to be must see uh watch tv between chase um and you know denzel ward and i and i'm gonna look at these matchups i don't want no safety help I don't want no double team. I want to see Denzel on that island with Chase. And we're going to talk the talk, and I have no problem with it, okay? I grew, Deion Sanders is one of my favorite athletes of all time, prime time, the GOAT of corners, okay? The real true shutdown. We throw, I've said this for years in the show. We throw around shutdown corners too lightly in this new millennium. I'm talking about when you play on a muddy candlestick park, and you and you got the whole white edition of the 49 of you. You just sitting there clean. Troy ain't throwing over here. They don't want to try it. I'll let my guy um, Myrtle Hanks intercept that. One with the long neck. I know damn well you don't remember that. You can't tell me Crocodile Dundee. I know damn well you can't tell me who Merton Hanks is. Uh, that no. was on the 49 of you. I know you can't. NFL, that's why I got to do a better job of history of their players, you know. I only know him because his, his head looked like it's about to fall off his body when he did his little shimmy with his head on picks. <laughs> Sorry, Dallas fans had to bring that up. That's the truth. So when we get to this matchup, we're going to see it twice a year. Maybe see it again in the playoffs. No safety help. Nobody cheating. Okay? If you're about that life, I want to see one-on-one. And maybe this is Chase, the one that's running, bumping the gums. Maybe maybe Denzel ain't really said, like, hey, bro, I, I'm, we're trying to win the division. I want to get in the playoffs. This ain't about me and you, but that look in that video, I, I've, I've covered sports enough to know when I look at certain guys in the eyes, you can tell it's been on their mind. Like, that guy just played in the Super Bowl, had one of the best rookie seasons that we're going to see as a receiver position for a while. You know? Well, let me, let me take that back. Maybe not for a while. You don't really see that. What he did is that's damn near almost Randy Moss type of stuff. So for... It's just one of those situations to where this guy came up short in the Super Bowl, and I could tell on his mind has been that 90, 100-yard TD return in October of last year on his mind. Well, because when you look at the stats, and again, uh, it was shared, I think it was Steven that shared it with us earlier on Twitter, um, the Denzel response, and I know you tell me in the, in, in the, the conversation there as well. Um, 75 yards. Of, he had a great season. Played the Browns twice, limited to seventy-five yards and zero touchdowns. For El- for everything else he did against the other teams, the mm. one secondary he could not get it done against was Cleveland. So it would make sense then that that's been his focus this year. Okay. I'm not saying that they're living living in his head or anything no, like I that. Know what you're saying. I'm just saying that as you're getting ready for the season, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put. I'm going to make sure you're aware, Cleveland. That I'm coming after you. It's a challenge that a guy like that. It's a challenge he sees. I he's smoked putting, everybody he's else putting on the bulletin board for everybody right. to make sure. Like he's got he's got to be at peace with himself because I smoked everybody else. But this guy, this team, 
I ain't broke 100 yet, according to what you're telling me. And yeah. I'll take your word and, for and it. In two games. In that's two 75 games. yards total wow. in two games that he's been limited. Hear that, Flip? Not good. Speaking of corners, well, let's see what Denzel falls. We've been trying to – this is Derek Carr. No, David Carr. David Carr. Not Derek. Derek's Derek's the one that's still playing. Derek is the one that, that according to everybody else, about to have a Hall of Fame. That's all of a sudden a Hall of Fame first ballot. Okay, all of a sudden it's going to be – you got the – no one's talking about us. No one's really paying attention to the Raiders. Stop it. Y'all change the damn receiver market. What are you talking about? Derek? So this is David Carr of the NFL Network. I haven't seen this list. Give me the top ten quarterbacks he believes, cornerbacks, going into the 2022 season, starting at 10. Starting at 10. In the AFC North, Marlon Humphrey. Last year, uh, 12 games, 12 starts, one pick, um, one forced fumble, 58 combined tackles. Okay. Oh, okay, 10. All right. Humphrey's good, though. And, yeah. I, and, and when you talk about the matchup, that was one of those things Charlie pointed out, too. The corners right. of Baltimore edge out those of Cincinnati. Number nine, A.J. Terrell, Falcons. Had three picks last year, mm. fumble. Sack. I haven't seen too much of him play. Atlanta's been trashed the last couple of seasons. They should have a top three pick this year. Um, sorry, Stephen Reese, but that's just the truth. Uh, should have a top three, so I can't even comment on that because I haven't seen a bunch of Atlanta games the last couple of years to really judge how I feel about him. So keep it moving. Yeah, I don't think many people are watching Atlanta yeah. games. No offense. Um, Tredavious White, the Bills coming at number eight. Yeah. He's a premier corner. He's a dog. For sure. He's a dog. No have a problem with that. Number seven, Kenny Moore the second of the Colts. Um, Kenny Moore. Um improved as the season went on last year. Um, you know, you saw this at the middle of, you know, with the whole midseason hard knock situation with the Colts. Kenny Moore got a lot of improvement still to do. Where do they got him on this list? Number seven, and we get the top love. six coming back. That's some love. But I, I think Kenny Moore, good guy, personality, gravitate. That's some love at seven. But I, I need a little see a little bit more from Kenny Moore uh, to see that. But we'll finish the list when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind presented by Dosekis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dosecchi's, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 1-800-707-9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. All right, make sure you try their pre-made alcoholic drinks, and don't forget, or... If you don't want to do that, make sure you stick to the original mix and you can add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Have you done the uh, Zing Zang in the Dos Equis yet? Michelada? No, I haven't. I'm not really a big, I'm not a big, I'm not a Michelada person. I'm just not. Yeah, I know I'm born and raised in San Antonio, but I'm not down with that. Looks too much like a V. It looks too much like a just drinking VA. I know it's got, you know, alcohol in, but I'm just not a Michelada guy, man. I'm a, like I said, I'm a Dosecchi's guy, a margarita guy, and a Stoli vodka guy, pretty much now. Which and you, it, you it, count it, the Zing Zang as part of your vegetables for the day? Yeah, I'm just not a Michelada guy, man. I'm not, I'm not down with those. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'll, I'll have an extra for you. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so let's continue with the list. There's a couple of things I want to touch on before we uh, uh, get out of here for the day. Uh, but, yes, let's continue uh, with the list where we left off. We left off with Kenny Moore coming um, in at number seven for the Indianapolis Colts. Correct. Kenny Moore the second. So moving on to number six, Denzel Ward. One of his three picks last year. Denzel Ward at what number? Number six. Okay, he comes at six, and as I look at Facebook Live, um, Gerald Glenn is checking in with us, saying he struggled against Cleveland because of the pass rush. Claudia in Polk is saying, yeah, that game he really got to, yeah, the Browns had pressure that game on the QB. Browns front was killing their line. Okay, look, I understand that if you don't have good pressure, I mean, good defensive pressure can make average cornerbacks look better look like because if you're constantly getting to the quarterback then there's no time and he's under pressure and whatever but then if you don't have any pass rush you could have a stellar secondary and the way the rules are set up and the way the game is now it doesn't really matter now I feel where Gerald and Claudia is coming from is like, yeah, but, you know, Jonas gave us two games tolling 70 like there's something the bottom line is Jamar had his way with everybody last year that was on that schedule okay except for him if and i'm not trying to totally shoot down their take or their opinion on it but the truth of it is i believe he wouldn't be a couple days ago doing a podcast or interview or whatever was on in circle on social media and bringing up this guy 
if you if he thought it was like, man, they just had good pass rush. That's all it was. It wouldn't be in his mind. It's a it's a challenge. You know, they're about to do this top one hundred list again it, it comes out every time I, i've kind of lost a little theme on that too because some of it i believe again a lot of politics involved guys that were hurt you know i think one year they had jj watt was like only played four games they still had him like in the top 40 or 30 <laughs> yeah so i don't put too much stock in but it's still a peer thing and y'all know how i'm about peers if your peers judge you that way um but i just feel that there's something personal with him on that. So I think it's, yes, of course, it's good pass rush can do that. But this is a personal thing, and he knows that there's something about Ward and his technique. And we'll see. We see it twice. At least we're guaranteed to see it twice. But keep going on the list. Well, that is health permitting, too. Denzel's not one to be known to stay healthy. Good point. Uh, number five, Trayvon Diggs. Last year, of course, uh, 11 INTs. I think he had that streak of seven games consecutive. Um, I'm going to say that is overvalued and overrated a little bit. That's coming off of a season because um, everything we've heard in camp in Dallas is he's getting torched by guys that we don't even know really their names by firsthand yet. He's had a rough camp. Now, that could be a couple. That could be factors of different things, but that's two. What number is that? That's a, the start of our top five here. Uh, yeah. David Carr's list on NFL.com, Did top you, ten corners. Is that Diggs at four or five? Diggs is five. And he does nah. make the point that, you know, you could argue he's not better than, you know, Ward or some other guys, but still Mm-mm. 11 INTs is 11 INTs. Yeah, it's situational stuff in the plays. Let's talk about consistent. And I've also seen – keep in mind, this is a guy two seasons ago, Cowboy fans wanted to cut. He kept getting burnt. I can just go back about two years. really his rookie year, I think it was. I'm not shortchanging him. Top five corner, no. Not pound for pound, pound for no. And that's roll tide. That that hurts me. That hurts me. Okay? But no. Keep it going. Number four, New Orleans Saints, Marshawn Lattimore. Yes. A dog, a beast. His temper gets him in trouble sometimes. He gets 15-yard unnecessary penalties, you know, unsportsmanlike and stuff because he's so passionate. But make no mistake, he was one of the pieces that started to change the Saints besides San Antonio's own Davenport. They were part of an era there that started changing Saints into being more defensive-minded, especially in Drew Brees' later years of his career. So, yes, have no problem with him being there. He's a dog. All right, number three, J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. Yeah, number three. And this is interesting. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I have to apologize here. We're looking at the wrong list. This is CBS Sports. Is oh my goodness, because I know. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll I'm, give you a pass because you're transparent you're, here yeah, on this one. Yeah, well, be transparent on that one because, like I said, I, I'll give you a pass because you got everything going on. You actually produced the show. I mean, you you got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm giving you. a But pass. if you would like, I've got number. I've got our NFL.com. Give me the thing. NFL.com. We're gonna run I, through this really, really fast. Yeah, because really, really a fast. player, a former player. Speaking of Carr, I kind of, in no disrespect to whoever did that list right, I, that, those intrigue me as a guy that's played the game, even if it was a cup of coffee and you thought he's going to die you behind that trash You still might line. find this one quite a bit interesting okay, as to go where ahead. they've got some of these players then. Now, now we're doing a comparison. Uh, so I, we'll finish off the CBS list. They gave Xavier How- uh, J.C. Jackson, Chargers, number three. Uh, number two, Xavier Howard, number one, Jalen Ramsey. 
I got something to say about Jackson, but I'm eager to see where Carr has him on that on that list. Go ahead. Keep All right. It going. So this is this one. David Carr's top ten list. NFL.com cornerbacks 2022. Marlon Humphrey still coming in at number ten. Okay. Tre'Davious White nine. Denzel Ward falls to eight mm, on okay. his list. Uh, moving Jair Alexander, who didn't make the CBS list, to number seven. I think that's a, a, a fair input there. Okay. Kenny Moore at six. Okay. PS2 number five. Who? PS2 Patrick Sertain oh, the Patrick's, second. Oh yeah. What about one year in the league? That's about it. Trash team, all pro for the next ten years if he stays healthy. Um, they got him where? That's some love. That That's, they, that is uh, that is number five. He oh, is yeah. top five. Yeah, have this list next year. Be top three. Mark the tape. Be top three, top two. One of the best decisions not to reach for um, you know Justin Fields, Mac Jones. That's why George Payton, one of the best young G. I can see why people try to apply him out of Minnesota for the last eight years. Okay, go ask what Minnesota really done since he left the building. He got it from the mud. Started low. He's one of the top GMs of the game, and he's he's following a legend in Elway. Okay, that they uh, trust me. The Walmart family they're trying to find out what the hell they want to do with this guy. He is the figure. We want part of the group, or what do he do? Who's gonna tell him he got to get out of that office? All right, George Payton making moves, man. Top yeah, then uh, PS two will be top three next year because they're gonna have a top two. Like I told you, there's three teams that's gonna have the secondary. Denver's gonna have a top three, top four secondary, barring health. They will have a top three secondary this year. Nasty. Surprised he got that love though from Carr. I like this list a lot better. Go ahead. <laughs> sure you do. Uh, number so so if he's gonna be top three, he's gonna have to pass right here. AJ Terrell. Um, who on the other list, CBS Sports, is, didn't crack the top five. If I'm AJ I'm Terrell, ugh, I don't know. Keep going. Yeah, CBS Sports had Terrell at uh, number nine. So basically swapping out him and Denzel Ward. Okay. Uh, number three, Xavier Howard, Miami Dolphins. That's some love. Um, nah, he's nasty. Dude. He is. He's he nasty. Is. Not a problem with that. He's led the NFL with 27 picks since entering in 2016. Yeah, not, not a problem with that. All right. Number two, this is where the controversy pops. And this is where I caught I was on the wrong list. Because Jalen Ramsey is number two on this list. I, You know, I believe in longevity. I believe who did it first, who's still on top, who, you know, consistency. I haven't been a big fan of Jalen Ramsey since he caught a college because I just thought he talked a little bit too much early. But for the most part of his career, he's kind of backed it up. Um, I I definitely would still give him the crown. Just won a Super Bowl. I definitely would say, hey, he's got to be top two or one. I have no problem with that. Not a big fan of his. I mean, I think he's gotten a little bit more mature. But um, definitely I can't take that just because I feel like that can't deny the talents on the field. So I have no problem with that. Okay. But the person he's behind is now out of the Belichick system, and that's J.C. Jackson with the Chargers. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. Let me tell you something. This is a guy that's gotten a lot of love, and I'm going to tell you this. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because this is why a lot of people are high on the Chargers. I have not seen a cornerback, okay? I have not seen a quarterback during the last 20 years of this dynasty run of the New England Patriots leave the Patriots and go be all world with somebody else. You can talk about Butler that say the Super Bowl. 
I mean, Lawyer Malloy was back in the secondary. I mean, they traded him to the Bills, cut him before two days for the season started. He had a hell of a game week one in the Bills. They beat the Patriots. Let me see a corner. Gilmore. I mean, Gilmore, the Colts picked up Gilmore. Gilmore with Carolina hurt. A lot got paid. When they come out of the witness protection program that is Bill Belichick, I've, I have yet to see somebody translate. Everybody named Mama is high. I hear more high on the charges because of that sign on the defense than I do because of Hibbert coming in into his third season or fourth year. Let him, come on. Let, let, let me see it. Let me see it because he will get tested in this division. He's getting a lot of love, but then that shows me. And who's, who's listening to this? That one is David Carr's and, list. And that lets me know, David, look, man, I don't know if it's Pater. That lets me know really the history of the game. Look at that. There's not been a corner that's left Bill Belichick to go get. He ain't going to pay you. He going to squeeze you out. Okay? But I haven't seen anybody go get the bag and then be all pro bowl, all pro. Maybe he breaks the mold. Maybe he breaks the mold. But I'm not because I can tell you who's going to be the best corner in that division in the next two years. Ain't going to be close. So are you telling me that you are liking this list less now? I like it. I like it for the fact that it's a former player. Like I said, David Carr stayed in for a cup of coffee because the Texans just destroyed him. I, I mean, he, I guarantee you he wakes up in the middle of the night having 300-pound defensive linemen basically trying to tackle him, and his ass ain't played in damn near 15, 20 years. It seems like that, but he played the game. So no disrespect to a writer, but that list, I like, I just, giving him number one, I, I kind of disagree with that. Not over, not over Jalen. There's a lot of people we dock for systems. You played in the triangle. That don't count. You played in this. We get it down here on East Houston Street. We've had players, KD, had probably some adult beverages, got loose on Twitter a few years ago. Oh, Kawhi, he in that system down there with the Spurs. Everybody else gets it. I am not letting Foxborough's system by the greatest coach of all time basically have a corner catapult just because he got a bag and he came from – stop it. I, the perfect example is Gilmore, already on the second team since he left. Butler went to Tennessee. We didn't hear about him. Maybe he's had a couple games. Then he now he's back in New England. No. So if it's a question of system and, and, and uh, we'll talk about the Denzel Ward comparison being made on Facebook about the defensive pressure that can aid. If you look at Jalen Ramsey, he played on the most stacked Jaguars defense. He was just the back end. Of a loaded, he was a Jaguars big. He, he, he was a point. part of it, John. I and, see and, where you go. And going. now, now that he's with the Rams, you have Aaron Donald pro- providing pressure. I see where you're you going. You have a deep defense let me, let me tell you at this. all three levels. Let me, let me tell you this: this is about corners that right? you can go drop them in Denzel Ward. You could drop him in Cleveland. You could drop him in L.A. You could drop him in Dallas. Denzel Ward can play corner. Okay. Jalen Ramsey, you can drop him in Dallas. You can drop him in Jacksonville. You can put him in a 3-4. You can put him in a 4-3. You can play press coverage. You can play zone. He can play. There are certain corners. Deion Sanders won Super Bowls are two different. He could play 
anywhere. That's where I judge where a corner. You don't. There, there's some corners that need systems. They're using your third, second string corners, not the number one guys, not the ones that we're talking lockdown. You put them anywhere and they can ball. That's right. a true corner. A corner. These New England guys that came out, they show that they're just part of the system. Until one, until one, until breaks one breaks the mold. the mold. Until one breaks the mold, for sure. And he got a big bag, and he's in that AFC West with Gunners. He better go ahead and break the mold because he's getting a lot of run. That team, the Chargers, is getting a lot of run, and they got a coach that will go for it in fourth and eight from his own twenty if the chart tells him to. As we get ready to, because we've got another minute here, breaking news out there: Bill Russell's number six. I, 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 I want to, I want to make sure we address this today, mm-hmm. whether we carry we this over to tomorrow. Well, we can carry this over to tomorrow. Yeah. But Bill Russell's number six being retired league-wide. And, you know, Bartlett had an interesting take on that during the break. So I'm going to parlay that over to tomorrow because I want Bartlett to share that. And I have my thoughts on that. But we just ran out of time. But that is a wrap for today. I want to say special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Charlie Goldsmith of the Cincinnati Enquirer joining us today. Special thanks to Bartlett spinning the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you to snooze button before you out the rack just ask yourself you grinding peace see you tomorrow